Optimism Wednesday, and I'm going to give you reasons to be optimistic, but I'm also going to tell you what I would do. We heard from Frank Reich today. We heard from Matt Ryan today. There was a lot of talk about having the right people, having the right message, and, and having pride in yourself and in each other and a need for everybody to look inward, to be introspective, and ask a little bit more of themselves. I get that. I got an action step that I want to see taken by the Colts. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about upsets that have happened that the Colts have authored. And this would not be a major upset. This isn't like, it's not like the Chiefs are 15-point favorites. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites. This is, it would be a big deal to get this win. It's a really important, critical win. But it's not like this massive, tectonic win that's going to shake up the NFL world. It's just not. We're going to talk about some trends that have got to be reversed if the Colts are going to compete this Sunday. Significant trends. Going to talk about all that stuff. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now for Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. Brought to you by the great people at BUSR. Go to BUSR.com backslash Kent. Deposit whatever you want up to 1000 bucks. They're going to match it in free play. All right, you deposit more than 100, you get 25 free casino chips to do with what you will. People at BUSR just want you to have some more fun watching sports. It's fun to have a little bit of skin in the game. Good times. Let's talk about some good times. Good times are coming. The golden prize egg. Holy cow, does it have a nice piece of memorabilia in it? We're going to give it away Friday. You must be a subscriber and you must like the video in order to uh, qualify to win this piece of memorabilia inside the beautiful, the splendid, the shiny golden egg. All right, so subscribe, hit that button, hit the like button, uh, ring the bell so you get an alert every time that we go live. And you know what, if you want to donate, you can do that too. All right, we always appreciate it. Um, okay, here's what Matt Ryan had to say. It's a proud group. He said that a lot. And, and, you know, you would hope that they would be a proud group. But you would hope that they would have been a proud group last Sunday when they played against Jacksonville. And, again, it's Optimism Wednesday. I get it. Here's what I would do. They got a cornhole set in the locker room. If I were Frank Reich, I'd have come in on Sunday night after I got back to the facility. I'd have found an axe, and I would have busted that damn thing into splitters. And I'd have left it in the locker room. Because this is a place of business. It's not a place to jack around. We're here to win. We're here to work. We're here to win. You got pride in your work? Then work. You want to play cornhole? Go rent cars at Enterprise, all right? And head down to Bloomington for football games and play cornhole when you tailgate. Tailgaters play cornhole. Players play football. So play some football. Football's fun. You need cornhole to have fun? Get the hell out of here. Right? All right, what'd Frank Reich have to say? And I like Matt Ryan. What's he going to say? We have no pride. We played without pride. We're utterly lacking in all the things that winning franchises have, myself included. He isn't going to say that. He's going to say we're a prideful group. We're going to stack together uh, one practice on top of another, and we're going to get there this weekend. 
Frank Reich had to say this about Pittman and about Pierce. Pierce has not moved through the concussion protocol yet. Practicing today is a part of that process, and he did practice today. Michael Pittman Jr. practiced today. Uh, Frank Reich doesn't want to go out on a limb and say those guys are going to play. Bernard Ryman did not practice today. No idea why. Darius Leonard has practiced the last couple of weeks. No surprise that he practiced. Is he going to play this Sunday? We're going to find out. All right. Here is a startling statistic from last Sunday. We're going to go back one more time. All right. Trevor Lawrence and Matt Ryan combined... Their combined QBR was over 100. That would lead you to believe they were both pretty good. Trevor Lawrence's QBR was, the combined QBR was 101.5. Lawrence's QBR was 95.3. Ryan's was 6.2. Matt Ryan in 14 years in Atlanta never had a game QBR in the single digits. Ever. Never. This was the worst grade via QBR that he has ever received in his life. That's got to be reversed. Like, he can't play worse than that. He's never played worse than that. He's got to play better. This is a reason for optimism. This is why I bring up that statistic. All right. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' QBRs have been 92.3 and 65.7. He is due for a recession. He is going to recede to the mean. He's due for a less than perfect game. He's got seven touchdowns, no interceptions. He has no interceptions. The Colts have no interceptions as a team through two games. That is due to switch. Another reason for optimism. All right, in seven starts against Gus Bradley defenses, including two last year when Mahomes played against the Raiders, Bradley has uh, put Mahomes in a position to succeed at this level. 17 touchdowns, two interceptions. That is due to flip. Now, uh, Gus Bradley last year stayed in a single high as people had seen that against the Chiefs, that Chiefs team, there's a different team a little bit. You don't have Tyreek Hill anymore. You do have Kelsey. You do have Mahomes, obviously. You don't have the running game that they had. However... He stayed single high, and Mahomes went crazy. Now, there were some turnovers, including a scoop and score for like 90-plus yards. There was that for the Chiefs. So the offensive statistics, uh, at least from a points perspective, a little bit inflated. Um, Points per game this year through two games. The Chiefs, number two with 35.5. The Colts, number 32 with 10. Colts are averaging five points a game. They're due for an uptick. The Chiefs at 35.5 per game, they're due to take a dive. This Flip the switch, flip the script. This is what's going to happen this weekend. A reason for optimism is that the Colts have sucked worse than anybody could ever have imagined. They are on a pace to score 85 points this year. Holy crap. That would be terrible. But it's not going to be that. They're going to score points. That offense was robust in terms of yards against Houston. Run that up a flagpole, see who salutes. At any rate, 
Mahomes is 13 and 2 as a starter in September in his career. 13 and 2. Frank Reich, uh, Frank Reich overall in September, 5, 10, and 1 at home, 3 and 5. The script has got to be flipped at some point. These teams have been too good to start the way they have started historically under Reich. And Mahomes, he isn't that good. 13 and 2 in September. He's due to take a step back, isn't he? Another reason for, how about this? You know, in, in 2019, the Colts beat the Chiefs. And how they did it, they outrushed the Chiefs 180 to 36. Are you telling me that Jonathan Taylor can't stack up 180 yards against this Chiefs team if Pittman plays? You got to have a guy. You've got to have a receiver that somebody on the defense has to respect. And without Pittman, you don't have any. You don't have that, despite what Chris Ballard says. All right, we love the guys in the room. The guys in the room are phenomenal. We, we love this group of wide receivers. Are you out of your mind? Don't say things that you know aren't true and that are going to be proven wrong. Don't sound like an idiot on purpose. Come on. You're better than that. You're smarter than that. Um, against the Chiefs, the Colts controlled the ball 37 minutes and 15 seconds. You've got to control the ball. Patrick Mahomes cannot beat you if he's standing on the sideline. That's a fact. That's a football fact. Tactical fact. Jonathan Taylor makes the Colts dangerous if he breaks one. Right? What if he breaks one? That's like finding that that's finding seven free points. The spread six and a half. All you need to do is bust a biggie and off you go, right? Jonathan Taylor is due. Last week, what do you have, nine attempts, nine rushing attempts? He's rested. He's ready. He's like Nixon in 1976 out on the beach at San Clemente with a, with a metal detector. On, he, he's rested and ready, Jonathan Taylor is. A dated reference. You'll have to excuse me. Uh, the Chiefs, ninth best run defense, 3.9 yards to carry, but they ain't played Jonathan Taylor yet, damn it. All right, uh, here's a reason for true optimism. Right now on CBS, here's the rankings of AFC South teams. Jaguars 22nd in the NFL, the Titans 24th, the Colts 25th, and the Texans 30th. This is a race to seven wins. The Colts, they can get to seven wins. You got to win this game. You got to win next week. You got to beat the Jaguars in what, week six, right? You do that, all of a sudden, you know what? You're leading the AFC South. The Jaguars have to go to L.A. this week to play the Chargers, all right? They're going to lose. There's no question about that. They can't stop Justin Herbert. If the Colts find a way to win, they're going to be in first place come Monday morning. That could happen. It's Optimism Wednesday. Look, I, I may sound like I'm feverish. I'm not feverish. I'm not ill. I'm just trying to comply with the format of Optimism Wednesday. All right? Uh, huge upsets that the Colts have authored over the years. In 2011, the Colts, 1-13, played the Houston Texans, 10-4. Colts win, 1916, Dan Orlovsky, huge that day. Reg had eight catches for 106 yards and a touch. 1997, the Colts, 0-10, played the Packers, 8-2. There was no way that the Colts should have won that game with Paul Justin as a quarterback going up against Brett Favre. However... 
the Colts get the win, 41-38. Later that same year, Colts go with Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Going up against Dan Marino, the Colts win 41-0. Harbaugh, 20 of 26 for 255, four touchdowns and no picks. This can happen. It's happened before. Why be pessimistic, especially on Optimism Wednesday? Here are some of the things that Frank Reich said. All right, I wrote down some quotes. Have to be able to protect the quarterback. Yeah, okay. Hard not to overreact. I'll tell you what it is hard to do, and that is overreact. Overreacting to a game that hideous, really, really difficult. Because how do you overreact to it? Other than like digging a hole and planting yourself in it, I don't know how you overreact to that game. Uh, I hope this is the week, he said. All right, I hope it is too. It's great to have a coach hoping it's the week. How about make it the week? Messaging is not about the hype. It's not about the pregame speeches. Because if it was, they would have beaten Jacksonville, according to Frank Reich. And the process is right. The people are right. They will triumph. What else is he going to say? We got the wrong people. He'd be fired before he left the media room. Uh, the process is wrong. He ain't going to say that. It's his process, for God's sake. He's not going to rip his own process. You know what? I just might not be the right guy for this job. It all begins and ends with me. Maybe it's time for me to step down. Maybe that'd help. You don't say things like that if you want to keep your job. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you. If you're in management, never suggest that you are the chief problem in your department. Adios, muchacho. Pep Hamilton will tell you. Um, this Sunday, the Colts have a chance. Because every Sunday you have a chance. And over the course of 60 minutes, some days you surprise people. And even against a guy as good as Patrick Mahomes and with free agent acquisitions like they put together with Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Juju Smith-Schuster, you've got Travis Kelsey already. You know, that's a pretty good team. The defense, not as good as it was. The defense can be had, and Jonathan Taylor can have them. Are the Chiefs going to put eight in the box? And if they put eight in the box, can Matt Ryan, Frank Reich, the offensive line, and the receivers, can they make the Chiefs pay for doing that? You've got to make them respect the, the pass to be able to run. And you've got to make them respect the run to be able to pass. But you've got to have receivers who are capable of catching the ball and capable of running the route as it's designed precisely. And the Colts haven't had that. This is a game of details. Matt Ryan said that today. And it is a game of details. It's also a game of urgency. This is 17 sprints. It's not a marathon. It's not an 18-week marathon. 17 individual sprints. And so far, the Colts have not measured up in those sprints. And they got it. This morning, I celebrated tomorrow's birthdays. We're going to celebrate today's birthdays. Because my cousin Liz is celebrating a birthday. The great Liz Dixon down there in Dublin, Georgia. Uh, Larry Wright, Tara Hammond, Spencer Grosvenor, uh, the great Matt Glenesk celebrating a birthday. Madeline Shack, Jace Mitchell, J Roger Upchurch, 
Tim Resack celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Go Colts. Be optimistic. Be hopeful. No point walking around all down, you know, hangdog. Oh, I think they're going to lose. There's no way they can beat this Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Andy Reid's a genius. And here we got Frank Reich. <laughs> Stop it. Smile a little bit. Be happy. Show up 1 o'clock on Sunday. Cheer your asses off. Enjoy a delicious beer. Place a wager on BUSR. Let's go.